0: all podcast with host Connor Gleason all right, all right what's good guys welcome to episode 21 of the through it all podcast so like the as you know the idea behind each episode uh, is to uncover one's true story and just have honest conversations about overcoming the difficulties of life uh, before we get into the episode, um, you can see my jacket that I got here. Um, I just want to say a big shout out to Fernando and the Fontal crew for hooking it up on Christmas with these. Um, super, super cool. I love them. They're a sample for the merch that's going to be dropping soon. Also, big shout out to Herman um, for getting these going in the day before Christmas and uh, locking it in for us. So very much appreciated. Um, and with no further ado, today's special guest, Jake Muller. It's good to be here. How are we feeling, Muller? I'm feeling great. Yeah, so Muller and I played basketball at Capo together as he played football, obviously, as well. Uh, graduated in 2020, and you're now at UC Berkeley. Yeah. Gradu- or Working on a degree in American Studies
1: with business minors. Yeah. On top of playing football. Yeah. How's that been, bro? Balancing that? Uh, it's It's been hard during, like, season. They give us three classes, and it's like they're not hard, easy classes at all. So it's kind of been hard balancing that going from football in the morning to classes to football in the afternoon and then just going home and sleeping right it's like it's just tough going through the days but uh i mean a, a berkeley de- uh, degree is better than anything so yeah. it's worth it in the long run yeah but i'm sure that's
0: such a grind because yeah. like obviously it's one thing for school and then to add football
1: on top of that it's just like you don't get to rest no yeah it's like we have advisor meetings too during the week and then you have tutorings it's like yeah, I mean the the year goes by fast. Yeah. But it's yeah, it's long. What is a what is a typical day look like for you? Um just a regular Wednesday. During season we'd wake up, I'd get there about six thirty for a seven AM lift. So you go seven to eight. Is it just your position like lifting? No, it's like it uh, like offense will be okay. like in the morning or something and then they'll be behind them. Gotcha. It's based on your like your classes, like they, they schedule around and everything. And then I do P T from like nine thirty to ten or whatever and then I go to class from eleven to three thirty, mm-hmm. two thirty, three thirty, depending on like what day. And then I'll come back to the stadium and we'll have uh meetings from three thirty or four depending on what time it is and Jeez. then we'll go to like seven. So you'll have meetings before pra- practice and then you go to position meeting for like forty-five minutes, then you go to practice. The practice is two and a half hours ish. Uh-huh well, they say it's two and a half hours and then it goes to like three and you don't get home till like eight thirty nine usually every day. Wow. And then that just repeats. Yeah. Every time. Does it, how like, how does it affect you mentally? Um, does it just like take a toll or like during, how do you get through that? During season doesn't take too much of a toll just cause everything's like going really quickly, mm-hmm. but like off season. And then especially when you get into fall camp when fall camp is just all day. Yeah. Because you don't have classes yet. You're in summer. So it's literally, you wake up at six and it's, till 8 p.m. at night. Jeez. Yeah, that was like the mental, like they're they're messing with you almost because you got football in the morning. Right. And then you got lifting in the afternoon and then you're only there f- for meals and then they do some fun games at night, I guess. But it's like you want to go home because yeah. it's like seven thirty eight. 8. Um, yeah, the fall camp is probably the worst part. Everyone's like, if you could get one part out, it's fall camp because if it's literally 10 hours a day which is kind of ridiculous 10 hours a day yeah like is it just like conditioning lifting like like all that stuff there's like some break in between but like it's three hours of practice and then you get like hour half two hour break to eat and then you have uh weights so you go lift for like 45 minutes an hour and then you have a team meeting and then you go position meeting. And then you're done. But the position meeting can take between 45 minutes to two hours. It depends on how much film they watch during practice. And Yeah, it's sometimes you get out early at like 8. Sometimes
0: yeah. you get out at 9, 30, 10, and you just got to wake up the next day at 6 o'clock and it again. Jeez, dude, that's crazy. Yeah. That's such a grind. Yeah. Now, like, I'm going to take it back a little bit, and then we'll kind
1: of rework back up to that point. But, like, where did your love for football start? probably when i was a little kid my dad went to usc so we had fight season off, tickets. Maybe. oh yeah yes sir low key though <laughs> a low key fight the, I mean, you know go bears but you know right right in, in the back of your mind yeah um but yeah we had season tickets my dad had it for like 20 years and then we had it until i was like 15 so mm-hmm. going to every game and watching usc grow up and growing up watching sam darnold in the rose bowl and i didn't play football till high school so i didn't like Really get that chance yet? Yeah, I didn't know that. Did not play. It was just hoops. It was basketball, soccer, baseball, every other sport you could think of, basically except football. Yeah.
0: Huh.
1: And then got to high school. My dad played in high school, so I knew I was gonna play at some point. I was a receiver at the time, so yeah, I kind of got to high school and got lucky. I was talented enough to make my way. I always say you don't need to play until high school for football if you play enough sports, but yeah, my love started really early going to games and just watching my dad was he had the nfl network every day so yes yeah. my life was already football even before i was playing
0: damn dude that's crazy yeah. so your high school career you said you
1: never started until your senior yeah. year i started on the freshman team okay as a freshman and then okay. i like started jv for a year and a half two years And then i was like in a formation my junior year where it was like they bring in a tight end but we ran a spread offense which is like all passing yeah so I wasn't they didn't need me yet yeah and the coaches were like oh you're gonna play like i made varsity as a sophomore but i was still on jv technically and like oh you'll play you'll play i never really did and my junior year i was at a point where i was like i was playing basketball and I was like, I'm ready to quit because it was like ridiculous that I didn't yeah. get to start until my senior year, technically. Because at
0: that point, you were already like, I remember we were in the weight room, so this was at the end of like your junior year, right? Yeah.
1: And you were like Air Force. I, that was the first one I remember you telling me. No, that was, so that's like going into my senior year after the coaching change. Oh, that was, that was then? Yeah. Uh, so this is the fall, later. maybe that's yeah, later. But weren't you like picking up interest? even during your technically I had Nevada looking at me that's what it was but the coach at the time who was there didn't deal with um, recruiting he's Uh like oh I don't do it you gotta go to the kid so I didn't know my whole junior year I had Nevada recruiting me and I had no idea wow yeah because the coach didn't tell me so how
0: how how did you deal
1: with the fact that like okay
0: you're a D1 caliber player and you're not playing hardly at all I mean like
1: how did that affect you and how did you respond to that in my head it was like I'm gonna go play basketball. Like I was, mm-hmm. I knew I was good enough to play, and like I was watching games and like this is ridiculous. Yeah. But I was like, if I'm not gonna play, I need to find a way to get into a college somehow. So I'm like, I'm gonna go play basketball. In my head that whole junior year was, I'm I'm done. Like I'm, I'm out. Like Mulligan likes me. I'm gonna go play on the right. basketball team and yeah. try to focus on that. See if I can start there. I was I was just done with it at that point when I was ready to be ready to quit. Wow. Dang, and then what was kind of the spark that was like, okay, I'm I'm, I'm going to finish this thing out. Yeah, so the coach got, or he quit, but he wasn't doing well. He quit, and a new coach came in, but I was, like, as the, before the new coach, I was ready to transfer. I was going to go to San Clemente. I was, I wanted, I told my dad I wanted to quit. He's like, no, you're not quitting. I was like, fine, then I'm going to transfer because I don't want to be a capo mm-hmm. so we we're gonna to go to San Clemente we started talking to the coach a little bit like technically you can't but like we're like okay I need to see what's going yeah. on yeah and he recruited he got Sam Darnold in the USC so we knew he had connections and so we were like days away from selling our house because you can't technically move at the time wow yeah. really we were literally days away from putting our house on the market and moving to San Clemente just so I could play football and our coach quit, so I was like, okay, I'm going to wait and see who the new coach is, see what happens there. And a the guy comes in from J. Serra and he's he went to ASU, so he has connections. So I started seeing, like, you said Air Force, and Wisconsin started coming in. And, like, Wisconsin was good, but they didn't want they just came in because they knew Curtis. Air Force wanted me a yeah. little bit. Yale came in, offered me a scholarship, contingent on my SAT score, uh-huh. which is not good. So. <laughs> Sorry, bro. It's all right. It's it don't matter. You know? We have Berks. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so that came, at SDSU, so I started seeing people, but I didn't, like, they weren't offering me besides Yale, but I didn't want to go to Yale. Uh-huh. So no one was offering me yet. So we went to a seven-on-seven tournament, and we played a team, I forget their their name, but he knew my position coach at the time. He's like, hey, you need to check out this kid. I got Cal, a different school, different coach. Yeah. You need to check out this kid. So he gives me a call. He's like, hey, I know who you are. I want to come see you, like run routes. This is like spring when we're in the weight room right. for basketball. Yeah, yeah. So he comes out and watches me, and I don't. We don't have a quarterback yet, so it's like some freshman, a sophomore kid throwing to me. Uh huh. I so, like they're missing passes. Yeah. I, mean, I was running good routes, but it was like, oh, I'm not gonna get offered. Yeah. And then. Two weeks go by and I go to Arizona for my sister's graduation and I get a call from my coach. She's like, hey, Cal's going to offer you a scholarship. Damn. I was like, uh, are you serious? He's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's going to call you in like two seconds to pick up the phone. The day my sister was graduating, uh-huh. I got the call. It's was like, hey, you have a full ride wow. scholarship. What a day, yeah. dude. So I went from ready to quit my junior year and play basketball to... I have a D1 scholarship, and I can stay at Capo, and it doesn't matter what I was going to do. That's crazy. Yeah.
0: Like, so going back to, like, the time where you were like, okay, I'm done, I'm out of here, like, I don't want to play anymore. Um, Like, how did you get through those days? Because it's like, uh, you play a game once a week. It's not like it's basketball where it's three games a week, and the season kind of might move a little bit faster. But with football, it's a once a week. you got everything practiced, building up to it. So it's like, how did you emotionally get through each day? Because, like, that in itself is hard. When the main focus of your day, you don't
1: even want to be there.
0: Yeah. It's like,
1: talk to me. What, yeah, honestly, in I life. mean, during the season, I, I don't know. I don't know yeah. how I got through it. Um, I thank my faith with God a lot. It was rough, like, during the season, watching your team lose some games and then lose because you knew you weren't in. Mm-hmm. It was hard. After the season, I was struggling in class, too, at the time, which was rough and I like went to the counselor because I was struggling and I found country music like listening to that helps me so it's soothing me and then I found God and that kind of got me through a lot of it mm-hmm. um but yeah during during season was hard it was like you, everyone thinks oh like you're a football player it's so great like right it was it was hard like I don't it was my parents thought I was always in a bad mood and mm-hmm. it was it was hard Go, get after it I found God and I found like other ways to like ease myself, and we got into basketball season finally, so I was right. like in a good mood because I loved basketball. Uh-huh. But yeah, during it, I just kind of keep telling yourself that like everything is gonna be okay, and like God has a plan for you, and it'll work out. And I told you at the other time I was like I was ready to quit, so I was like, right. all right, let's just get through the season, and I'm gonna, I'll be done. So like I'll just get through the season, like nice score a touchdown, that was cool, but it was, right, like, right, yeah, was, like yeah. that's how it always is. Yeah, now. it's like. Yeah, it was it was hard during the season, for sure. And what aspect, like, did God provide you that you were attracted to? I think just, like, like, it was almost like he was speaking to me. It was, like, knowing that, like, you just need to, like, keep yourself in check and know that there's going to be a light at the end of the tunnel. You just need to keep going and keep pushing through my dad was a big part of it too mm. he says every day that I'm the reason he stayed and I should thank him for it <laughs> yeah but yeah it was a like family helped me a lot and God like showed me a path that I was able to find and stick with it I found working out was like a good thing because I was kind of chubby at the time so mm. it was like I found a passion in working out a lot and yeah. just a lot of things that helped me through that that's super cool man because that that prepared you and we're
0: going to get into this in a second for like your time at Cal, yeah. you know what I mean? So like, give me give me a brief summary of your two years so far
1: at Cal. First year, COVID and about six old guys in front of me, and I knew I wasn't gonna play yet. How, how, how was that for you? Cause you're
0: coming in as a freshman, right out of high school and you see literally like six dudes that are, you know, I've been in the program for yeah. a minute and you're like, okay, I know I'm not gonna play. Right. What's your
1: mentality going My mentality around? was just given it my all. Maybe I'll get a shot. They told me that I could have a chance to play on some passing downs. So I knew it was just I gotta get better at blocking because that was the one thing I struggled with and I knew I wasn't gonna play so my mentality was okay where I wasn't like down on myself like I was in high school where I wasn't playing because I knew I could at that point. Yeah. and. When I was a freshman at Cal, it was like, I knew I wasn't going to play yet. So my mindset was, okay, I'm just going to keep grinding, show them that I care and get the work in on the practice squad or whatever it was and go from there for the first year because I knew those guys are going to leave sooner or later. Yeah. But then COVID happened and they stayed another year. So that was oh. crazy. Yeah, because they got an extra year of eligibility. Damn. Yeah. Did you get? You didn't get hurt yet, did you? I got did you hurt. you that yet or no? I got hurt year one, like, two weeks after the spring game. So we had the spring game and we had time off, and then coming back for, like, the summer workouts, uh-huh. that's when I got hurt, like, the day before. Really? Yeah. Like, went to basketball, played basketball, like, the day before, just to get your legs under you a little bit, yeah. like, some conditioning, and, yeah, got hurt that day. Jeez. And what was it? Uh, I, like, landed... Uh, there was a fence that was, like, connected to the hoop for some reason, and I, like, landed on the bottom of the fence, and my ankle turned, and I completely tore every ligament in the left side of my ankle. So how long were you out for? Eight, eight months almost, yeah. Eight months? Yeah. So, it says six to eight, but I struggled with recovery uh-huh. on certain stuff. I got a couple setbacks, but, yeah, about eight months. Did you debate your, like, playing career at all? If, like, if nah. it was still something you wanted to do? No, nah, not not yet. It wasn't, like... If it would have happened to me again, like recovering, yeah, I probably would have been done. Mm-hmm. But no, it was it was it's reconstructive surgery, which is pretty intense. But it's like I wasn't too worried about it. I knew it'd be back. I was supposed to be back before fall camp. That's yeah. like the six to eight months part, mm-hmm. and then I wasn't back until like week four of the season. Instead, okay, yeah. So you, you
0: get back like so. It's week four of this season, your sophomore yeah. year, mm-hmm. and no like, fall camp, nothing. Like I haven't practiced yet. You're just jumping in. Yeah, I had the spring game and I did good in the spring game and heads were like turning a little bit. Got hurt, yeah, and then I'm bottom of the depth chart now because going in get hurt. Yeah, so middle of the season, bottom of the depth chart, and it, dude, it's tough to like prove yourself, especially like in the middle of season. Like if it's the off season, it's you got a better chance, right? Yeah, they can see you more, but it's like they have their guys established. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, how how did you how did you manage that like? When you're in practice, are you just like, what are you thinking? Are you thinking, oh, these guys are ahead of me, maybe I'll take a break? Or are you like full force? Because um, like, it's hard not to yeah. think about those thoughts and be like, ah, uh, you know what, like those. Are, maybe I just, not saying you should, but I feel like that's a natural part yeah, of it yeah.
1: to be in that little slump for just a little bit, you yeah. know what I mean? After my second setback, I was like... That was, like, right when season started, right when I had the second sack back. So then I knew I had another three weeks or whatever it was until I was going to be back. I was like, oh, should I just take the medical red shirt and kind of take it really slow and not come back? Like, I was at that point because I knew they had two guys who were going to be their main guys. But then there were spots open before the season started. And then two freshmen came in, and they played really good in the fall camp. So they kind of took those spots. Mm. So it was like, yeah, a lot of... A lot of thought came into it where I was like, oh, I should just kind of wait it out again. Like, I was like, I was, all right, let's, like, let's wait till the next offseason. Like, let's strengthen it. And then I got back the fourth week or whatever it was, and I was, and it was just like, I was doing the practice squad every day, and it sucked. Like, it was like, it was like the same year, but repeated with right. myself, being bottom of the barrel again. Yeah. And practice squad, you're just like, pre- just, you're just prepping the starters, is I what So you're it? basically running the plays that they're getting ready for that week. It's yeah, so like the, you're playing against defense, the number 1 defense, which yeah. is already hard enough as it was. Yeah. And then you got to play their plays and they're yelling at you and then I'm doing all the special teams. So like mm. all the scout or whatever. Yeah. So I was practicing. They told me I was going to ease into it. I was practicing like 120 plays a day wow. like my first day back. Which is, like, a lot. I was supposed to be, like, 15 and then 30. and this, yeah. <laughs> Just gradually get yeah. into yeah. it. And then and the like, first oh, day, they're like, all right, you're 20. healthy? All right, let's go. And I was, like, 120. Yeah. So, yeah, two weeks go by, and that was rough. Like, a rough two weeks. Didn't make the travel squad. That was kind of my, like... How do they do that? It's usually most the scholarship guys. Uh-huh. And then just, like, playing time. If you're on the depth chart somewhere, you're for sure in. And then they'll bring a couple guys. Yeah. So, anywhere. Like, special teams, backups, anywhere. They'll yeah. take... Three, usually three of each position or something, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. They 75 guys and made a 115 team. We had a big team wow. that year, yeah. Do they write it on a board? I'm just trying to like, it's do they, like or do they text They have everyone? a list like three days before the game that they show you. Okay. So your parents are like, oh, are we are gonna come to the game? Are you dressing out? I'm like, oh. oh, I don't know. I won't know until Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah. That was like the big thing for me is I wanted to just make the travel team. Yeah. Like I was like, all right, that's my goal. Like, I'll make the travel team, make the travel team. Mm-hmm. So two weeks go by. I didn't make it yet, which I was like, okay, well, it's my second week back. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Third week comes around. I planted wrong and I sprained my MCL.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah.
1: The two injuries? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How, how did you, what was your first initial reaction? Yeah, to I was that? like, oh, it could be torn. Like, it's bad. Like, I was like worried about everything. Oh yeah, and the week before I, like, Injured my ankle again, so I was like, I was already, everything was just not good. Uh-huh. Lower body. Yeah. Like, I was, like, hobbling on my left ankle the whole time, and then that, or I overcompensated, and that's how I hurt my knee. Oh. Yeah, so then I go down for, like, another two and a half weeks or something, it was. Wow. Yeah. So, you're at week, what is it seven it's, when you're yeah. finally back from that? Or is it, like, eight? Like, eight, maybe. Eight. I, don't, I don't know the exact time. Right, maybe, but just around. Yeah. Like, we're close to the end of the season like at this point when I'm back yeah at this point I'm like I'm not gonna make the travel team I'm yeah It's like it was it was bad like mindset was like I'm over this again and yeah. like I knew I was gonna keep playing and obviously I'm stay but it was like this sucks like I'm uh-huh. like I'm ready to go home like let's go home for Christmas yeah. yeah 100% now
0: cause like I'm in the same boat bro yeah I'm in the exact same boat like running the scout team and all that stuff um but what I was going to say is that, like, so were there any close games at the end of the season when you were, like, getting healthier again with
1: your knee that you were like, okay, I might have a chance to get in? Yeah, there was, like, we or, played the Stanford game, and we were up by, like, 25 points. Uh-huh. And it was like, okay, if they don't score this drive, maybe I'll get in. Right, right. But then it came down to the coaches didn't trust me because I didn't have enough time playing. So that's what I was told was, listen, we know you're healthy, but we just, they don't trust me. I haven't practiced at all the plays in practice technically like I knew them mm-hmm. mentally I knew every play but they don't trust me because they don't know so they weren't going to put me in so I was I had no chance getting in at the end of the season basically how like because like
0: I've been in that spot too like you know there's a bunch of time left and whatever because i played for two what one and a half years and only played like 40 minutes right you know I'm not blaming the coaches or anything I'm just saying like it's not not everything's like as sweet as it might right. seem, you know, like college basketball, whatever. Like, oh, that's dope. But yeah, it's like, bro, I've showed up to every practice, every
1: game, and I've played like 40 minutes. And like two of them have been in the first half. Yeah, it's not all sunshine awesome and rainbows. That's what I'm saying. Do you want life? Yeah. It's, it's like everyone's like, oh, you get the praise. Because when you get the offers in high school, like you're, you're the top of the line. Like everyone's like, oh, you get this and that. Yeah. But yeah, once you get there, it's like you're restarting. Like you, you're at the bottom again. Do you feel pressure from that like like it sounds weird but like coming
0: back and people knowing you as Oh Moeller, he's cal like the yeah. cal guy do you do you think like oh they think that I should be here and doing x y and z
1: and like if so does that affect you Totally I mean like going into it it was like oh I need to meet expectations because I had a lot of hate from yeah. kids kids who didn't get offers the year before me and were like, Oh, you don't deserve it. Yeah. So it was like, I need to prove myself not just to me, to everyone that I can like, I can do this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was like, that's why I said I wanted to make the travel team. Cause if I'm at home every weekend, yeah, it's kind of like, all right, damn, they know I don't travel. They know I don't play. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like letting people down that I'm like not playing. Yeah. So yeah, that was like hard to like think about cause it, it's almost like it's not an ego thing, but it's like, yeah, it hurts your ego a little bit because you're like, oh, I everyone's like, oh, Jake's not playing. Oh, he's just he's not really going to be good at D1. He's he's done. Yeah. Yeah. And how, how is your like motivation and like
0: excitement
1: for year three? <laughs> hard. Yeah. I know like it's like better now because I know I'm working hard and I have a chance to play now, but it's hard knowing that year one was hard year two got hurt <laughs> yeah and didn't play at all so it's like year three is like oh crap am i gonna be okay am i gonna get through this this time mm-hmm. so yeah it's hard to like not know what's gonna happen but yeah. i'm working through it and trusting god that i will do good and make it on the field damn bro that's awesome yeah. that's awesome um i'm as we
0: kind of wrap up the podcast um i like to finish up before like the last three questions
1: um What does through it all mean to you? Muller's definition of through Uh, it all. The grind, basically. Like, knowing that, especially for me in high school, getting beat down and then finally getting the glory and then going to college and getting beat down again. I guess that would be like the through it all. It's just Mm -hmm. embracing the grind and understanding that there's an end in sight and you can kind of get through it and focus on that. Nice, man. All right. Uh, we're
0: going to finish with three questions at the
1: end. Called through it all three. Okay. First question. What's one place you'd like to travel to? The Maldives. The, M- the Maldives. It's like the place where there's like, um, like they have like little huts on the water that you like walk to. It's like really clear water. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, nice. it's nice. Nice. Yeah. Nice. All right. <laughs> Great answer. And then next question. Uh, favorite ride at Disneyland. Uh either Indiana Jones or Space Mountain. It's close, yeah. but Space Indiana- Mountain's pretty tough. Yeah. And Space Mountain's lit. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but Indiana Jones is like we'd run there when I was like a little kid right when the park opened, so oh, that's okay. like a big thing. Okay. Yeah. It's a tradition type B, Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, there yeah. you go. Alright, and then
0: last question, one I like to finish with at the end, is like what advice would Jake Muller give to himself at his
1: lowest? Um listen to your dad and Keep working hard because there's points where I was, like, giving up. And I know if I worked hard at those points, like, maybe it would have happened sooner. Mm. So just keep working hard, you know. Keep pushing yourself. Awesome. Great stuff, man. It's good good to see you, man. That was great.
0: (laughs) Appreciate it. That was great. And want any last piece of words to tell the camera? (laughs) Hi,
1: (laughs) Mom. Hey, Miss Muller. I'm good. Thank you for having
0: me on the show. Yeah, man. That was a fun time. Shout out Caroline, thank you for the last three questions. Good job. So, yeah, appreciate you guys. Yep.